Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name's Jerome, and welcome to the podcast of Influencers Impact. What's going on, everyone? Uh, this is Jerome Reed, and I'm joined today by the one and only One Day. You can catch her latest project called Exit with a song that so many of us need today called Happy, followed by a mini EP, The Decision. Uh, one Day, I'm excited to have you on the show today. It's truly an honor. Oh, awesome. It's great to be here. Um, first question I wanted to ask you is what does an average day look like for you? Um, so for me, it's honestly a lot. It just depends on like what kind of season it is. But an average day for me now would look like me waking up, working out. And after I work out, um, kind of go to my calendar and see like what there is to do for the day. So um, it could be like a business meeting. It could be, you know, revamping like what we're going to do for the next season or it could be working on music. So it all depends and then, you know, there's like different mixtures. So like I serve at my church. So they'll catch me on Tuesdays at church and on Sundays. Wow. And then other than that, too, uh, you know, just the usual, you know, reading my Bible, praying, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, what do you do for your church, if you don't mind me asking? So, yeah, I mean, I like to not do anything musical when it comes to like church. So I like, yeah, uh, I work like in the communications department. So I just help greet people, help make sure they feel welcome wow. whenever they come to church and stuff like that. Wow, that's amazing. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, I mean, your church is definitely blessed to be able to have you there as a greeter. Um, now, you did mention that you are an artist, but you also have a business. Mm -hmm. So I'll ask the first question. Did you always want to be an artist? Uh, actually, no. Ironically, I never thought I'd be an artist. Like, it was not in my wow. plan of life. It just kind of, it just kind of stumbled upon me whenever I randomly found out that I could rap. But I did always want to be a business owner. So I could say that's something about me. That's awesome. Now with the business side of you, uh, what, what does that look like? What's your business that you do? Yeah. So basically a lot of people don't realize, but music, like it is a business within itself. So like when you're an artist on a label, mm -hmm. like me, I'm a human, but I'm also one day the brand. And yep. so in that situation, there's like a lot of parts that go into it. So like I have a manager, I have my assistant, have finance team so like I have like a lot that I oversee and make sure it runs smoothly and then we have to plan out each quarter what it's going to look like because if I don't plan out the quarters then if I don't make any money then they won't get paid <laughs> and so exactly. I have exactly. to, yeah I have to make sure that they're getting paid so that way they can live their life and um just other things like um I have like merchandising so I started win beauty and so with that like um we wanted to you know, provide more products for women because a lot of women in Christian hip hop are like underrepresented. So yeah. um, we, we provide like an outlet for like merch that specialize and cater towards women in that area. But that's yeah, amazing. I mean, that's wow. pretty much what, I, what I'm up to a lot. No, that's really good. Now you, you, uh, you touched on it and I, I wanted to highlight it for the listeners um, who might not know this, but you actually made history by being, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the first female artist that signed with Reach Records, yeah. um, which I want to thank you for, for doing that because it's been a huge influence, not just for me, but I know for so many other um, females that can look up to you. Um, how did that moment come to pass? Like, what was that like for you? yeah I mean it was honestly beautiful so shout out Jesus um but it was definitely a long process it was not like a oh my gosh I'm here and I'm yeah here. um I actually was an intern for them in 2017 and you know I'm like very optimistic so I was like hey you know I might get signed as an intern but it didn't, it didn't happen so <laughs> I went home 
uh, after my internship and I went back to finish my senior year. And then yeah. after that, they liked me as a human being. So they hired me on staff um, to be an A&R admin. And then during the course of being an A&R admin, it was about a six month process. So it seemed mm. like forever at the time, but six months is literally nothing. Right. Um, like, during that process, Lecrae found out that I could rap. So I didn't know the whole time Lecrae didn't know that I could rap. So Lecrae found out within that process, like, oh, Wanda can rap. And so then he was looking at everybody like, you keep saying that we're looking to sign a woman, but why, why are you not signing Wanda? And so they were like, oh, we have to make sure. And so essentially it was like a, a watching period of a couple of months where they were like observing me. And after a while, they were like, okay, this is getting ridiculous, y'all. We need to sign Wanda. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's essentially what happened. And so I got surprised basically with a contract and that's kind of how it happened. See, that's all God. That's amazing. That's really, that's really cool. Now, what does a, a creative process look like for you when it comes to writing a song? Yeah. So it can vary. Ironically, even yesterday at church, I got inspired like after the message and I like wrote a song in my voice notes. So wow. it can like come from anywhere. Like um, basically just kind of like God just tells me what to say. Um, mm. But essentially I'm more of a beat person. I like to start with the beat. And so from there, once I have the beat, um, I don't know, like, I feel like when I hear it, I can like sense like what needs to be said on that song. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what I go off of. So I'm also very specific though. So I like curate to my producers what I'm looking for. So I'm like, hey, like I'm in a season of like, I want to make motivational stuff. And so then I'll have them make me more hype stuff or if I'm like, hey, I want to like, you know, talk about like deeper things then I might have them make me like slower songs but wow. essentially yeah essentially I start with the beat then I just kind of mumble and then sometimes like words come out and then from there I fully write the song see I I like how you said um the songwriting process it's like a you and God conversation and then but then you let them know hey this is what I'm feeling and they make the beat for you to kind of help mm -hmm. go with the song um because I know some people they they want to get into um being an artist and they focus a lot on the beat and hyping that up. And then I'm like, okay, so what, what's the song about? I don't know. I just got a dope beat. I'm like, so how do you know what the tie is going to be? So I think it's really cool that you, you blend it and you make it a mix of both. Mm -hmm. Now you tweeted something um, that I absolutely loved and uh, I wanted to share to see what your, what the message was behind it for the listeners who might not know. And those watching, uh, this is what you said. Um, a lot of people are simply pursuing personal glory and success, but try to appease their soul by thinking, hey, when they interview me, I'm going to say shout out to God. I'm a Christian. It's deeper than that. The reason behind our actions from the jump should be God's glory. So yeah. for those listening that may not understand, what was the message behind your tweet? Yeah. So, you know, we'd be, we'd be going crazy at church or, you know, and so I get inspired a lot from just my pastor and stuff. But essentially, um, the meaning behind that um, was talking about how a lot of times we think that we're doing things for God, but in our head, in our actions, we're actually just trying to say, hey, God, let me partner with you so you can do what I want. And it's Whoa. like, no, that's not like we're supposed to do everything for God's glory. And so yeah. if doing something from for God's glory, then the first question should be, God, what do you want? Mm -hmm. And so if that's not even a question, if you're just saying, this is what I want. Oh yeah, God, is this cool with you? Then that's, that's a different situation um, that's occurring. And so the, the message behind that is essentially saying like, just because you're being successful and it's not necessarily bad, that doesn't mean that you're aligned with God's plan for your life. And right. so the message is essentially to always just 
seek to um, live out God's glory first and not just try to be a successful and be the best you and mm-hmm. then be like, oh yeah, but I said, shout out God. So I'm, I'm straight, right? Like, yeah. it's like, no, like you just lived your whole life building up something that wasn't even his plan in the first place. Yeah. I mean, and it, and it's always funny when, um, cause I'm a, I'm also a pastor for students and young adults. And I always find it funny how like some students will come to me and they're like, you know, I've been telling God my plans and he's not listening and I feel like he's not there for me and he doesn't care about me. So I'll just let them talk and then I'll stop them. Like, Hey, well, have you ever considered what God's saying? Like, have you ever asked him first, what, what his plans are for you instead of, instead of telling God your plans. And uh, I don't know if you ever heard this before one day, but someone said to me as well, um, you can find this quote online. If you want God to laugh, tell him your plans. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it, it's crazy when you think about that, but it's true. Like he's the one that orders our steps and he's the one that sets that path for us. Um, so it's important that we honor him and do what he's asking instead of us telling him. Cause like you said, that's a whole, whole different concept. Yeah. Um, so you have a song called blessed up. And um, I do apologize if you had other tracks before this, but that was the first song I heard of you. And right away, when I started listening to that song, I was inspired um, by what you were saying and by the message. And I know there's a lot of um, young girls that are looking up to you as an artist. And that song, Blessed Up, how did it come about? Yeah, so that song, um, it was the first song I had with the label. And so essentially we're just like, okay, like, let's just have a really great, you know, announcement. And so yeah. we're searching for like the right song that could um, just embody like who I want to be, like as I um, come out here as an artist. And I was like, okay, I don't want like a neutral song. Like I want a song that like points to Jesus and like, mm. um, you know, it's explicitly Christian. And so, yeah, it just kind of came just but through a lot of a lot of struggle, man, a lot of struggle. But eventually, we we got to we got there and we got to the point, and yeah, we were able to create that song. And so, it was honestly a blessing too, because if you look at life, it was like, man, it was a struggle, man. But you know, God finally blessed me up. So shout out, that's God. That's exactly it. Yeah, that's right. And I think that song is so important, even for 2021. Like, if you made it through, um, like here in Canada, we still have a lot of lockdown issues with the pandemic. But I think if people made it through 2020, you can still say you're blessed. And that, that track should be playing like every day. The moment you get up, you're blessed. You got something to be thankful for. Next. Uh, so one day, what would you say has been um, maybe one of the hardest things you had to deal with as an artist? Hmm. I would say just establishing my team. I would say like now we're, we're solid and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I would say maybe like the first year of me being an artist, maybe not even like a year, maybe like six months. Like Mm. it was a lot of trial and error of like, oh, who's right for me? What do I actually need? And so I feel like it was hard because like um, as an artist, like a lot of artists who are signed are like in the younger 20 range. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, like uh, there's a lot of older people who may have been doing this for a while and stuff like that. And so whenever you first get signed, it's kind of like almost like you're like fresh meat and everybody's like, oh yeah, yeah, this is the perfect opportunity. I need to work with this person before like they know anything, they're naive. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, because I had been working like in the music industry, like I was aware of a lot of things and like, I don't know, I'm an intelligent individual. So like yeah. I know what I want. So I would say it was kind of hard in terms of navigating like people kind of like trying to sun you and be like, oh no, you don't know what you want. Let me teach you what you need. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm aware. Like yeah. God, God is showing me what I need to do to get here he's not gonna stop now and so I think the hardest part was just like 
weeding through all of that and all the clouds and then just being like, okay, let me just focus on like who God has for me, who understands yeah. the vision God has for my life and who God is just destined to be in my life. And so I think that's the hardest part. It's like, cause it's weird. Like you could, you could be working with people who are older than you, but it's like, you're technically like their boss. And so like, right. it can get weird sometimes. So I think the hardest part was just like navigating that space and just becoming comfortable in that area. Yeah, that's good. And I think that might be helpful for a lot of other people who might be listening to this that want to pursue music to be an artist and to realize that there are some things you got to learn behind the scenes. Um, Because when I was younger, I used to tell people, you know, I'm going to be signed by Reach Records and da 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 da. And obviously, you know, that obviously didn't happen. But that dream was um, more like a hype moment because all I saw was people are um, celebrating God for who he is with their art of music, not knowing that there's a business side to it, not knowing that there's a lot more than you just sing a song and someone puts a beat, but you got to create a team. You you and that team have to gel. Like there was a lot of work behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to thank you for continuing to do that. Cause like you said, it, it was hard at first, but now where your team's at, it's worked and it will encourage people to know that those moments will happen. Um, whatever, whatever you do, whatever job that there's going to be hard moments, keep going. And then God's going to take it to the other side. Mm-hmm. Now, this might be a topic um, or a question that you've never been asked before, but it's a topic that a lot of people are dealing with. Um, so for you personally, being an artist, a believer, a daughter, businesswoman, etc., how do you keep your mental health focused on the call that God has placed on your life? Yeah, I think for me, it's just like staying plugged in. So I think isolation is like the biggest detrimental part of your mental health. And so mm-hmm. if you're isolated, you can feel alone. And then in the moments whenever you fall, like you're just going to crash. And so I think for me, I like intentionally stay plugged in. So like I'm plugged into my church. I serve at my church so they know I exist. So if I don't show up, it's like, where's Wanda? Yeah. Um, like uh, I'm in a small group. So if I don't, I, I actually lead the small group. So if I don't show up, they're going to know. <laughs> but exactly. Uh, uh, like I have my, my friends who I like, you know, communicate with and I talk to. And so I, I think I'm like intentionally always dived into community. And so if ever I'm way, swaying away from like the promise that God has for me, and I'm always transparent, like I tell my friends, like, oh, I think this is the vision like God has for this particular season. And mm-hmm. so they notice that, like, hey, I feel like Wanda's like going away from that situation. Um, a lot of times, like, they help hold me accountable and like help elevate me just to remind me of like who God is and like, you know, who God says I am and just, Mm -hmm. we all encourage each other. So it's like, if my friend's like, Hey, I'm going to church, you ready? It's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let me be ready. (laughs) So yeah, exactly. um, Like that. And just sharing things that we read and stuff like that, I think just helps me stay focused on where God's leading me and you know, the vision he has. Yeah, that's good. Um, And I think, again, it's important with, with having people hold you accountable. Like you said, like if, if you're leading a small group and no one knows where you're at, but they'll, they'll be texting you or calling you um, or even just reminding you, Hey, we got this going on because the Bible does say as like, it talks about iron sharpening iron and how we need each other to work together. Um, so that I think that's definitely important. And I appreciate you sharing um, that answer because mm-hmm. again, other people are probably dealing with mental health. And like you said, isolation really will cause or heighten that especially with the time that we're in some people are isolated some aren't some can see family some can't so it's really a hard moment that people can find themselves in but it's good to know that you know we have online we have each other we can work off that um now you you have a song called no cap and um what would be the uh the message behind that track and how did that song come to pass 
Yeah. So no cap is like a double meaning. So no cap is a slang term that means like I'm being serious. No yep. cap. But then no cap in that song also means like there's no limitations. Um, mm. And so it's kind of just like the feeling of like whenever I'm walking in my God given calling, like there's no cap to like what God can do with it. And so exactly, I'm basically saying like, hey, man, this is not just like a one day thing, but like this is like this is the Holy Spirit in me, like we working. And so yeah. basically saying like there's no cap, like don't put any limitations on this. Like, you know, whatever God wants to do with this, we can make it happen. And so. Mm. Um, it's just that. And then just, you know, just being unapologetically unashamed of Jesus and like, you know, uh, giving people who are young and unashamed of Jesus, like something that they can listen to and just be hyped up and be like, yeah, I'm unashamed. I love Jesus too. Like, and like not be ashamed of that. And so. Exactly. Exactly. And I, and I think that's, again, it goes with one, one, six, but not being unashamed. Um, but I think it's huge that now I'm going to look at that song differently because it has those two ways to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm encouraging other people that they do the same. Um, now, who would you say have been maybe some artists that have influenced or encouraged you on your journey of life? Yeah. I mean, ironically, the 116 click, like they have definitely influenced my life because I got saved pretty young. I got saved like um, I was like in seventh grade, like going to eighth grade. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, around that time, I was like, man, like I can't be listening to to these ratchet songs because whenever you're really trying to like um, live for Jesus, you got to renew your mind. And yeah. for me, plays a big role. Like what I listen to all, all the time eventually becomes my thoughts, which can lead to bad actions. And so I was like, okay, let me try to find hip hop, but for Jesus. And mm-hmm. so I was able to find the 116 click and like listen to their music. And they did, they did like a lot. Cause like whenever I first got saved, I didn't know everything about the Bible. And so yeah. I actually learned a lot about the Bible from them, got encouraged of different things to read social media was kind of starting around that point. So then I was yep. following some of them and like seeing like, Oh, these are cool pastors that I can listen to or this is a cool message. And so I would say that they've definitely influenced me a lot in terms of just my life and musical ability. So, yeah. yeah, that's, that's good. And, I, and it's, um, it's crazy that you say that ironically that you say that, but for myself, it was the same. Like I got saved at a younger age. Um, but I find just like you said, music, the way that you listen to music it does affect your thoughts, which eventually, like you mentioned, affects your actions. And uh, for me, it was 116 listening to Lecrae and all a bunch of those guys. Um, I listened to their music more than I knew the Bible. And I think through their music, I was able to understand God's word and then um, be able to read it for myself, mm-hmm. um, which I want to encourage anyone who's listening or watching to do the similar thing of listening to music that actually edifies your soul and not music that you know, doesn't really do anything for you. And you find yourself caught in that trap of I need to renew my mind, or am I just going to do the opposite of what God says? Um, What would you say to someone who's watching this or listening to this, um, to a girl in high school or junior high, middle school, um, or university that has a dream, but they're just afraid to chase after it? What would you say to that person? say if it's what god's calling you to do like you don't need to have any fear like if that's truly how god has designed you um what he wants for your life then yeah just have faith like god never fails he's not a liar he never changes and so if you're content on that and never and you're sure in that then you don't have to have any worries or any doubts um just continue to follow his path and know that you know whatever capacity he wants it to go to it'll happen and it'll work out and so i would say you can look at people in the bible for encouragement like Joseph, you know, it didn't work out immediately. He had he had a mm-hmm. long journey, but he was still faithful, even whenever he was faithful and things went wrong. Yeah. 
faithful. And so I would say just remember all those things and find encouragement because you're not the only one in these scenarios. There's people in the past who have gone through it and you can learn from their lessons. That's good. Well, I, I definitely hope people listen to that encouragement um, and encourage me as well. Uh, now, how has your relationship with God go- grown through this season of the pandemic and everything that has been going on? Yeah, I would say it's definitely grown. So ironically, well, it's not ironic, but this year, um, <laughs> 2021, um, I actually started off the year with like a Daniel fast. And so I feel like that was really good for me because, you know, when you limit yourself from like different foods and stuff, like it starts to like your brain just, I don't know, your brain just gets to like put together and like, okay, let me focus on God. And so yeah. I feel like my prayer life has increased and I feel like I've been reading my Bible more. And so, yeah, I just feel like my desire for, you know, God is increasing. Like, you know, cause you don't, you go through seasons sometimes mm-hmm. up and down. And so I feel like, like a renewed, you know, spirit. And so I feel like that's one thing that's been cool. That's came out of this like quarantine season. Wow. That's awesome. And I think even during these moments, it's, I think it's a test for God to say, all right, you've been asking for more time with me. Now I'm going to hit you with a time where you have to stay at home and isolate or, or do other things. Like, how are you going to do it? Or what are you going to do with your time? Um, so I appreciate that answer. I, I, I like that. And I think it's something that we all need to do a little bit more is find something to take our mind away from other things and to focus it um, on God. I just have a couple more questions. Um, one of them is this. Is there anything one day that you know now that you would do differently in the beginning? Hmm. I would say, okay, I guess two things I'm doing now. So I'm like a super budgeter now. Like Mm -hmm. I have a budgeting app called Trueville. I always tell everybody about it because I think it's the most amazing app ever. Um, And so I actually live by a budget now. And um, uh, I would also say I work out now. So I have like, this is like week this is week one because I had to start over because my trainer got sick. So this yeah. is week one again. And so um, I would say like, it's definitely, it's definitely going to be very beneficial because in terms of like shows and stuff, like yep. it's just another uh, way of being faithful. So it's like, if God gave me this gift of rapping, then it would be irresponsible of me to like not exercise when I have time to do so. Yeah. Because if I have a show and I'm trying to minister to somebody, but I'm out of breath and then because of that, they don't get to get ministered to like, it's irresponsible yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah i would say that's one thing i would do differently because who knows what i could have done in other shows uh, i probably could have had like even more elaborate shows so and then just with the budgeting thing like yeah because i'm like a really go with the flow person so mm-hmm. it's like oh yeah you know it's money in my account things are getting paid for it's great but um i think god has just showed me like the power of just being disciplined so I think I would have just budgeted more because I could have had even more savings to invest more into like a business and multiply it. So I think those are some things I would have done differently. Those are good. Um, I definitely think I'm going to check out that app and, and uh, do that for myself. Mm -hmm. Now, my last question one day, you can answer it as uh, you can be as honest as you want. You don't need to tell me all the details, but uh, what's next for you? Um, I think for me, I mean, it's just growth. Honestly, that's what's next essentially um that's what this season's really about like god is just showing me in my current season just be faithful in the small things and i'll Mm -hmm. take care of the rest and i'm like okay so for me it's just like growth so i'm just being consistent with these workouts i'm being consistent with um trying to learn how to produce now and um, that's awesome yeah and just working on new music so i feel like it's a really healthy season and so i'm excited just to see what god wants to talk about in the music so that's That's amazing 
Yeah. Well, one day again, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to do this interview with me. Um, it's been a huge honor and a privilege. And uh, I just want to encourage you to keep doing what you're doing. You're again, you're inspiring so many people um, that you might never ever know, but you are making an impact. So keep doing what you're doing for God. Um, consistency, like you said, is key. And so I'm just praying that over your life. And I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much. All right. One day. Take care. God bless. You too. Bye. Bye.